Cover two. Welcome, everybody, to the Cover 2 Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm here, like always, with my man, Human. How's it going today, Human? Hey, Will. It's going really well. Uh, really excited to be doing our first mock draft post the NFL draft. Once we've seen where all the players have landed, and uh, this is going to be a fun one. I'm looking forward to it. Well, I mean, we're going to do another sleeper draft, which is going to be exciting. And, and you know, Hooman's going to tell you exactly, you know, who we've got as far as going into the picks. So what's, what is the breakdown of players? So uh, first and foremost, what we're doing is the 12-team PPR draft, full PPR. Uh, we've got Will drafting at the third spot. I'm over at the eighth spot. We're going to do traditional snake draft, 14 rounds. Uh, we've got... Let's see our rosters. We've got one QB, two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end, one flex, uh, kicker, and defense. Okay, awesome. Now, like always, make sure to download on uh, Google Play, Spotify, and, of course, Apple iTunes, or I should say Apple Podcasts, and make sure to like and subscribe like always. All right, so, uh, Will, without any further ado... Let's uh, go ahead and get things going. I'm going to go ahead and start the draft here, and we're off. So we've got the computer going here. Now you're up. And uh, what we want to do is go ahead and uh, talk about we've got, obviously, Dalvin Cook going number one. And so this is going to be something that's a little bit, oh, I just got out of my draft here. Um, we've got Dalvin Cook going number one, and then we've got uh, Alvin Kamara going at number two. So that kind of changes a little bit based off of our, uh, you know, ADPs that we saw on the last time we did this. And uh, you're on the board here, Will. Yeah, and I've got a pick between two guys that I didn't think, I thought maybe one would fall to me. Um, but I do think that this this team and, and this, you know, they're geared to have a good season, and that's going to be CMC. So I'm going to go with Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I was hoping that you were going to go ahead and do that because that, I mean, he's... He is the 101 in most settings here. And then after you take CMC, we've got Derrick Henry, then Saquon Barkley. And then this is a little surprising to me. Devontae Adams going at the 106 here. And it kind of breaks my heart because Jonathan Taylor went right before me, and I, that's where I was going to go with that. Um, I'm a little bit surprised with Devontae Adams going this early just because of the whole um, issue with Aaron Rodgers. At this point right now, we're not sure what's going on. They're bringing in lots of different quarterbacks. Your boy Blake Bortles, again, makes it on the podcast uh, in Green Bay. Um, so that's going to leave me in a position here at the eighth spot. I just lost my guy, and this is where I'm tilting a little bit, but this is where you always need to have a plan. And if I'm taking a look at everything that's available right now, uh, I do still have a running back, a couple running backs that I, I'm happy with taking here, and I'm going to go with Ezekiel Elliott. And now we've got the Ooh. turn happening. Wow, Kelsey. Uh, so, yeah, Kelsey going at the end of the first round is a little surprising there. So I'm going to give another pause here so that we can kind of take a look at what's going on right now. And um, so we had, what, Diggs go after me, Tyreek Hill, lots of receivers going here. Hopkins, Kelsey Hopkins, those are all pass receivers uh, going at the end of the first round there. Uh, then to start off the second round with the 201, we've got Ridley, then we're back to running backs with Jones, Eckler. Eckler was someone who I was eyeing at this next pick. Um, and then A.J. Brown. So I'm sitting here. I've got one running back. 
uh, receivers ha- are on kind of a premium now, but we're kind of getting to the point where we're almost at the point where we're out of the uh, upper tier of running backs. So this is a tough one for me because there is a run on wide receivers going right now, which makes, makes me believe that uh, some of these teams are going to probably start taking running backs here soon. Uh, so I am going to get into the mix here and go ahead and take Joe Mixon. Oh, I like uh, how you did that. Why? <laughs> you know, go ahead and get into the mix here. Oh, yeah. I actually did not intend that pun. I wish I could oh. say that I did, but uh, but I I didn't. Uh, there goes Nick Chubb, which I didn't think he was going to fall to me. Um, so you don't... Clock here. While you're thinking, I'll go ahead and talk about some of this. Uh, so Nick Chubb did go right after me. Then we continue with the pass receivers here with DK Metcalf, George Kittle, and Michael Thomas. And now you're up. You've got a running back. You've got CMC, the arguably the 101 draft pick and now you're sitting here at your second round yeah so you know for me right now like you know there's there's three wide receivers that i really want and i do think that i might get one of them so i'm actually going to do what is the smart thing and i'm going to go running back so i'm between two uh, it's between cam Akers and antonio gibson I think um, that Cam Akers is going to have a better upside this year for me personally uh, with that offense, so I'm going to go Cam Akers. That's a good call. I thought you would either go Akers or Jefferson, and Jefferson went right Oh, after. they left it for me. Love yeah. it. Well, so that make a quick pick here. So we had, I'll, yeah. I'll recap. We had Jefferson go right after you, then Keenan Allen, who I was hoping was going to make the move back to me. Then we had Mahomes. DeAndre Swift went off the board right before you, so now I think I know who you're going with here, and I'm looking at that – uh, wide receiver board, and I think I see who you like. Yeah, so, I mean, we, we talked about him a lot this this last couple of weeks, and um, he is a prime pa- pass catcher, and I do think uh, with Justin Fields there, he's going to have a much better year, so I'm going Allen Robinson. Darn you. That's who I was looking at. Uh, so then we have, if you want to do a recap here while uh, sure. I'm at my board. So, uh, Scary Terry went, which I was, that was probably if the three wide receivers I lost, I would probably go with Scary Terry there. But uh, Gibson went just after me, which was a, a little bit of a, a thought process because I was between those two. I could have actually got all three um, and just really just kept my running back solid. But I really wanted to get um, a premium wide receiver. Yeah, um, and I'm kind of tilting here because I am a little bit befuddled as to what I want to do. Um, I guess I kind of have to get into the wide receiver mix right now, but there really just isn't a wide receiver one on the board at the moment. I mean, I'm not, I'm not seeing it. Mm. Uh, so there, there is a pretty good amount of running backs on the board, but that's where I see the talent right now. And uh, I am going to go ahead and let's get this going. And I'm going to take a guy that I think is going to meet that potential this year, and that's Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Okay. Okay. Uh, Well, there goes Waller. I knew there was no way of getting uh, one of the best tight ends um, in this board. Uh, But a wide receiver. And I was hoping I took the risk there. I was about to actually take him instead of that wide receiver one. And I thought he could make it back to me, and I took that gamble, and I lost. Mm. And I am hurting right now because I was banking on him as being one of my uh, top pass receivers here. Ah, shoot. Oh, boy. This is what the actual real tilt feels like right here. When you think you have everything planned out really well in front of you, and then it actually just explodes because that was what I was banking on. 
And I do need to go into the wide receiver well, and I'm going with Deontay Johnson. Okay, okay. So then after me, I had Josh Allen go, second quarterback taken after Mahomes was in the third round. Uh, then we have David Montgomery, DJ Moore, Kenny Galladay, and now we're up to Will at the 410. Yeah, if you pause it for me for just a second. I, I know who I'm going to take, but I just wanted to talk about this real quick. So I'm taking a risk here. Um, I'm actually going to go with another running back um, at this spot. And the reason why is because I really like his upside. But I, I'm hoping, and since you're not picking after me, I'm hoping that one of these guys in, in T. Higgins does fall to me in the next four or five picks. So that's what I'm banking on. Um, but I'm going to take the rookie sensation, uh, you can unpause it, uh, with Najee Harris. Yeah, I was actually, and that's what was going through my mind uh, while you, while I was picking, I took Edwards Alaire was to take Waller, and I knew Alaire would probably be gone, and then take Najee at the four four oh five. But I thought that was a little too high for uh, where I would want him. I would want him maybe late fourth, early fifth. Mm -hmm. uh, so you 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 cashed in on kind of what I was hoping for there. Well, I'm going to take T. Higgins like I talked about. That was my, my guy. But you know, I, I thought taking that risk, especially with the running backs that came after with Carson and Jacobs, I'm not sure if he would have been there possibly. Yeah, and now I'm sitting on the board, and I not really a whole lot there at wide receiver. Um, dang, I got really crushed in the wide receiver department. This is too early for me to start taking wide receivers that are this tier in here in the fifth round, but I kind of have to. Um, taking a glance at tight ends, I've got Mark Andrews, Dallas Goddard, really nothing I would even value putting here in the fifth round. So I am probably there's still great value at running back too that's what's really bothering me but i do need to probably get one of these wide receivers and uh, this is a tough one will this is a tough one uh tell me about uh some of the players that have gone off the board here will sure no problem so um i feel like in our last draft that we had um it was a very big rush on running backs which is basically what usually happens, I feel like in this draft, there was a, a bunch of wide receivers that went that kind of put you in this situation. And you just never know going drafted into draft what's going to happen. And so I feel like, you know, when you get to the situation, Human, you know, you possibly might just take um, somebody that you feel more confident about, but it's really hard. Maybe look in the quarterback position because it is pretty vacant in that wide receiver position as far as a number one or number two somewhat. Yeah, and that's where my thinking is right now, that I do see wide receivers later that I could take. I don't see one here that, uh, you know, warrants being taken with this high of draft equity in the fifth round. Um, so there is one tight end left that's in that upper tier. You know, he's, he's the guy that's right outside that upper tier, and that's Mark Andrews, and I'm going to go with that right now. Okay. So then after me, uh, we got Prescott going off the board. Then we got a little bit of a run on running backs here. Hunt, Edmonds. Uh, like seeing Chase Edmonds go this early, that kind of validates what we had talked about after the uh, the draft, where you know his stock went up because you know Arizona didn't really address that. Um, and then we do have a run on quarterbacks here with Herbert. And then we had Beckham, and then Russell Wilson, then Juju Smith-Schuster, and now I'm back up here in the sixth round, and I do have my three running backs. Um, still some decent running backs left on the board. But uh, this is where I do need to start maybe thinking, hey, is there a quarterback I'm interested in? And um, 
If not, is there, you know, some wide receivers I'm interested in? And it's kind of shocking me to see something that I do see, and I'm actually starting to stress me out a little bit. Um, so I'm actually going to pull the trigger on this, which is a little bit crazy for me. Um, I think you know what I might be talking about. Oh, no. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. Do you? I, I, I kind of have to, because... If I'm taking a look here, uh, no, nah, I gotta go. I, I gotta stick to this, man. I I gotta go with a. I'm gonna go with Brandon Ayuk. Um, oh no. Okay. All right. From San Francisco, I think he's gonna have a pretty productive year this year, and I'm glad I made that move because I did see James Robinson come off the board, uh, along with Dallas Goddard going right after my pick. Then we had a couple receivers in Cortland Sutton, Sutton and Chase Claypool, and now you're up. Mm -hmm. You've got your three running backs. You've got two wide receivers. You've got a pretty good five there. Um, what are you looking at here, Will? So I'm going to take a, a mixture player because I think that um, he's going to help me. And I, I think it's I do need a wide receiver tight end um, kind of type. Um, and I do think that the other wide receiver that I really want is probably going to fall to me. So I'm going to go with Tanya. Okay, so you're going Robert Tanya. And that was a good call because Noah Fant went right after you. So you may have missed out on that. I was hoping DJ Chark was going to make it back around the turn to me. Robbie Anderson goes. Debo Samuel goes. Uh, DJ Chark, like I just mentioned, goes. And now you're back up. And I don't know if those were one of the receivers you were eyeballing. Yes. Mr. Debo was my guy. So, uh, I'm between two guys. I'm between um, going wide receiver. I'm between Curtis Samuel um, and and Jerry Judy. And the reason that I'm going to go with Curtis Samuel because I feel like I don't know what the situation in Denver is going to be. Um, so I'm going to select Mr. Curtis Samuel. All right, I like that pick. So then we have uh, Rodgers. Ah! Oh, that's who I thought you were going to take. I thought you were going to take Hurts. I was going to take, and somebody... <laughs> Dang it. Dang it. That's a knife right to the heart and just killed my draft board right there. <laughs> There went Jalen Hurts so bad this time. Really got me. Oh, man. I was primed to take him. I was about to push the button. I thought he was going to make it around to me. So being in this eighth spot really sucked for me this time. Uh, but the, you know what? This is why you plan and prepare and you kind of figure things out going forward. To Hey, what are you going to do? Don't be married to just one guy. If, if you have other options. Now I'm going to kind of revert back to my old strategy. I'm going to look for a quarterback later. I'm going to load up on some premium spots right now. And uh, when I talk about premium spots, I'm talking about either running back or wide receiver. And I'm going to take someone who right now has very high draft value. Uh, we've talked about him. Uh, maybe I can trade for Jalen Hurts if <laughs> this were an actual thing. But I'm going to go ahead and take Mike Davis here, a starting running back, to kind of load up. Uh, so if you want to go ahead and talk about who's being taken here, because I'm going to be back on the clock. Yeah, sure, no problem. So, so we have Leonard Fournette that win. That might be a little bit of a, a, a panic buy uh, for that player. Uh, Cooks, uh, Davis. Davis was somebody I was looking at if it came around to me. And then uh, Moister went with Ronald Jones and uh, David Johnson. So you're up now. Um, and Brady just went. Look at that. Uh, yeah, Tom Brady did get off the board there. Um, so now I, I'm looking. I've got, I'm, I'm good at tight end. I don't need to touch tight end again. Um, 
I'm going to start making some moves here now that might be a little bit surprising to you. And I'm going to go ahead and jump into this well here, and I'm going to be taking... I know he wasn't someone that I said... I'm doing it, Will. I'm doing it. I stick by my guns. I'm going with Devonta Smith. You know, that's interesting. You know, there goes Judy. There goes Parker. Parker was somebody I was looking at. Yeah, uh, we coming... have Logan Thomas go also, James Conner, and now you're up. Uh... And, and I'm going to go with the guy that I was talking about in our last video. Um, you know, he's got um, uh, he's got a quarterback in Justin Herbert, um, and I think he's going to have a great season, and I'm, and I'm hoping that he stays healthy, and that's going to be Mike Williams. I think that's a good pick. He's a he's a guy that can deliver on some home runs. Um, running backs. Some running backs. Drake, yeah. Harris, Etienne. I was, I was anxious to see where his ADP would be. Um, ninth round seems pretty good to me. And then we got Zach Moss, and now you're back up. Yeah, and so I'm looking at what my options, and I'm looking at, um, you know, that I've got a bunch of, i got now three running backs. I've got uh, four receivers. i got my tight end. Um, and so I'm looking at two things. I'm looking either maybe for another running back or for a quarterback. And if, you were, if you've been with us since episode one, I'm telling you, He's going to be the best quarterback, and that is Mr. Joe Burrow. And I'm taking Burrow now. Yeah, even though I think you did have a bit of a, uh, a misspeak in that, you did go ahead and stick by it. So you did end up drafting him. Um, then we have, you know, Jamar Chase went right before my pick here, but then we did have a run on some receivers with Brown and LaVisca Chenault. And then Naeem Hines back into the conversation here. And this is where I do feel the urgency, and I do feel comfortable taking – one of my backup plans for quarterback here in the ninth round, um, and that's Matthew Stafford. He's always put up the numbers. He's in a new place. He's in a more high-powered offense. I think those numbers are going to stay consistent. If not, you know, he may even surpass that. Um, we have Singletary, Gasicki, Tannehill, uh, Michael Pittman, Michael Gallup right at the turn. Then we have a couple backup running backs going for depth, Cohen, uh, Tony Pollard, and then Matt Ryan, who was going to be my other safety uh quarterback had I not had a chance to get uh, Matthew Stafford, which I did. And now looking at the wide receiver board, uh, I am, excuse me, invested in going into a wide receiver here. And right now I'm sitting with, uh, let's see, I've got three, four running backs, four strong running backs that are starters in my opinion. Wide receivers where I'm, I've got a little bit of issue. I've got Deontay Johnson, Brandon Ayuk, and Devontae Smith. So I definitely need to get into the wide receiver game again here. And uh, I need to get someone that's going to you know, provide a little bit of consistency to me. And I feel that this player could be kind of a steal right here. Um, and that's going to be Antonio Brown. He did re-sign with the Bucks, And, you know, he ended the season really strongly with Tom Brady. Uh became one of the go-to receivers in that offense and i think getting him here in the 10th round is a is a really beneficial thing for me i'm crying i i was just about to say that i think you had your jalen hurts moments right now you just got hurts yourself and i see yeah, what it I, is and i wasn't gonna take him here but i think i was gonna try to catch him on the way back i didn't know if people were missing out on pot on pits if you could pause it for a second um, yeah, and those of you that are listening at home, uh, when I say he got hurts, uh, his his guy, Kyle Pitts, got drafted right before him. So my my issue right now that I'm having, um, just looking at my draft, um, is 
I don't love my wide receivers. I like them. I, l I don't love them. And looking at the wide receivers that are there, I do feel like a lot of them are still very risk um, risk guys where they could have great years. They're not the number ones on their teams. Um, and I just I don't see anybody that I'm, I'm loving uh, going into this. Um, running back-wise, I see one guy that I really like. But I have a rookie running back, and I don't want to go with another one. So... I've, of course, now put myself on the thing because I was going to take a second tight end, which you usually don't, but I like that Tanya had that flex position, so I was thinking about maybe taking Pitts here. So if you can start it, you can. Um, I think everybody is, is sleeping on this guy. You know, Swift is the starter in Detroit, but the guy that is behind him is and showed that he can get touches in a crowded backfield and get you some fantasy points. And he, he bailed me out last year. And so I'm going to go with him, and that's Mr. Jamal Williams in Detroit. That's an interesting pick there, Will. Um, I, I think he's in the position where he could be the third down guy, get a lot of the pass passes in that offense. Um, oddly enough, Javante Williams goes right after you, another Jay Williams, who is someone I was eyeballing for maybe a little bit later because we talked about him and how he has that second half of the year upside. Um, and who knows what happens over camp. Javante Williams could become the guy. And then we had uh, Ito Smith go, or I'm sorry, Irv Smith, uh, Latavius Murray, Evan Ingram, and now you are back on the clock here. And... Yeah, pause it for me just a second, just because I just want to make sure I'm not wrong on this. So um, I'm going to go wide receiver. Um, that's where I'm at. Uh, I like Josh Reynolds just because he's basically the number two out there in Tennessee now. Um, some rookie wide receivers that are there that are that are, are – are taking my eye a little bit um, but overall I think that I'm gonna go with this guy so he was the number two in Buffalo I think he's gonna get a, a great shot this year in Vegas and that's John Brown well, that's a I mean that's a risky pick there but I kind of like where your thinking's at where they cleared house and you know they don't have a whole lot going on over there and there goes Jalen Rager. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, welcome to Fantasy Football, going right ahead of me at the 11.07 pick. Um, so I'm at a point where I feel like I still need a little bit of depth at receiver. Uh, I've, got, uh, I've got a tight end that I'm not absolutely in love with, but I do like his production. I've got, I'm solid at running back still. I don't need to worry about running back again. Um, this is a spot where I'm going to kind of surprised he's still on the board at this point um and i like the option of having this and i'm gonna go with ty hilton um we'll see it's a it's a change of uh quarterback for him with carson wentz so you know he could be the guy it could be a gamble here uh dang it and there went my risk i was gonna hope gronk made his way back because <laughs> i was surprised he was still on the board because I think that's great value here in the 11th or 12th round, but I, I needed the value of a wide receiver depth more than I did with tight end depth. Although with a flex position, that's where I kind of debated it for that moment. Like, should I go ahead and take Gronk there? Because he can fill in a position via flex. Um, and that, that gamble again didn't pay off. So those of you that are listening at home, uh, this is a good indicator of how your draft can kind of go sideways and you got to make the best of what you can. Even though you do have these plans of where you think players are valued ADP-wise, uh, they can fall right through your fingers. Um, 
So if I'm taking a look here, now I'm just really looking for depth. Uh, I don't see a whole lot on the board right now that's, especially at running back. I think running back kind of got decimated pretty quickly here. Um, so, Will, if you want to talk about a few of the players that just went ahead. Sure. Uh, so James White, um, I still don't know what's going to happen in that offense um, as far as running back-wise. He had significant roles and uh, with Sonny Michelle. What does it look like if he stays healthy? Uh, Johnny Smith went so late, I believe, you know, behind Hunter Henry. I think he's the better of the two uh, tight ends in that offense, but possibly not. And then, of course, we had Daniel Jones go before Baker Mayfield, which is interesting as well. So some quarterbacks, some wide receivers, and one that I, the wide receivers I'm really worried about is Shepard. I just don't know with all the new additions on offense, especially in the wide receiver position, how he fits with that team. Yeah, man, I'm looking at this draft board, and we are we are really hurting right now um, for options. So I, like I said, I'm looking at wide receiver, and I want someone that's going to be, you know, that could end up being a home run guy. Uh, and I've got a couple options here, and I'm going to go with the rookie from last year, and that's Henry Ruggs. I think in that Vegas offense, he showed some shine there to where he could be the star. And I'm going to kind of bank on that going forward. And to give you a chance here to take a look at your board, uh, we got J.D. McKissick goes right after my pick. Then we have Philip Lindsay, uh, who would have been a pretty decent sneaky uh, pick there. Um, then we have Daryl Henderson and then Cole Beasley, who was some, someone I was actually eyeing instead of Ruggs. And I kind of went with the upside of Ruggs, you know, having a little bit more of a home run threat than Beasley did. Well, I'm going to go with the – uh, last year's number one on his team. Obviously, they got a new number one this year, but I think um, the Giants are going to have a better season this year offensively, uh, especially with uh, the their running back back in Barkley. So I'm going to go Darius Slayton. That's a good pick. Now they got a lot of um, receivers there now, and then Wentz gets getting drafted. Now we had our run on uh, kickers. We had a couple go with Justin Tucker and Harrison Butker. Gus Edwards, who would have been a pretty good depth pick at running back. Uh, I actually had him queued up if he made it around to me. And now you are back up here, and I'm assuming you're not going to be taking a kicker. No, I'm not going to take a kicker or a defense right now. I'm going to take a guy that um, was came out hot and then, of course, uh, got injured. Um, and so I want to see how he's going to fit in that offense with Jonathan Taylor, and I'm going to go Marlon Mack. I like that. It's a crowded backfield there. We had Naheem Hines get drafted earlier. Um, and now I'm up, and I am sticking to my guns here with not drafting a kicker or a defense. And uh, I'm going to add some depth here. And I'm looking at my board, and uh, there are a couple players jumping out at me. And I'm going to go with this one here. I did mention him in one of our love it, hate it uh, segments. And I'm taking Trey Sermon because he has the potential to fall into that 49ers offense. If anything does happen to Mostert, uh, you know, we, we do see Mostert getting a big bulk of those carries there. But they're not married to Mostert long term. Uh, they did draft Sermon. They, they invested that high draft equity in him. So this is where I kind of like to take the shot on those rookie wide receivers, rookie running backs. And with that being said, leading into this, I am going to take another rookie running back here on a guy that I think, I think both of us thought this, he can step in and probably start right after training camp. And I think that's Michael Carter. There's mm -hmm. not a whole lot of competition in New York for that running back position. And we think he has the talent 
to actually take that spot. So, so for me, I'm not taking defense. I'm not taking kicker. Um, I think we're kind of cheating the system in a way, which is nice. Um, but I, I'm really looking at two positions. I'm looking for either a backup quarterback or a backup tight end. That's where I want to fit with my depth. Um, and I understand, okay, so everybody's going to say something. I understand. I don't know the situation, but I've got to take him because you never know if he's going to play the entire season, and that's Deshaun Watson. I think, I mean, here in the last round, this is a great spot to take that gamble on him this early in the offseason to where before we know what's going to transpire he could be a guy that doesn't get drafted at all or he i mean sorry he could be a guy that doesn't even play at all but if you're doing drafts right now and he's sitting there in the 14th round why not yeah. i mean uh, so at worst he's a trade bait later on if he does get to play yeah precisely precisely um so if we take a look here let me run through i took uh Start off in the first round, Ezekiel Elliott, Joe Mixon, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Then I jumped over to receivers with Deontay Johnson. Made the move to tight end at, with Mark Andrews. Then back to receiver with Brandon Ayuk. Then, in my opinion, I think the best uh, value I got in the draft was here in the seventh round with Mike Davis. As of right now, uh, until they get another running back or if they don't ever get another running back, then I went with Devonta Smith, Matthew Stafford, uh, Antonio Brown, T.Y. Hilton, Henry Ruggs, then took a couple flyers on a couple rookie running backs here at the end with Trey Sermon and Michael Carter. Yeah, I like your your last two picks with those two because we, we talked about how three rookies last year were either in the top 10 or you know just outside the top 10 in fantasy value. Um, and so I, I would take that as well um, all day, these flyers. After I took my first rookie running back, I was kind of a little scared to take another. Um, but if you look at my board... Uh, Christian McCaffrey at my first pick with Cam Akers, um, Allen Robinson, Najee Harris, T. Higgins, Tanya at tight end. We got Samuel, Mike Williams, Joe Burrow, uh, Jamal Williams, um, John Brown, Darius Slayton, uh, Marlon Mack, and then I ended up with a little bit of risk with Deshaun Watson. Uh, but I feel like, you know, going into this, what was your pick that you feel like now after taking him? that you kind of rushed or you um, you took a risk that you don't think paid off? Uh, I had a couple. <laughs> I, mean, I think uh, the first one was over in the third round where I passed on Waller thinking he would make it back to me in the fourth. Uh, that's eight picks. I, I, should, I should have gone ahead and taken him instead of Edwards Alaire. Edwards Alaire would have been gone, but I then could have still had a shot of taking David Montgomery. So to me, that was my first mistake and kind of if I could go back, my first mulligan that I would take back. Uh, and then later, uh, choosing to take Ayuk over Hurts, uh, I think that Hurts hype is out there. So we can see his ADP right now. He got drafted here at seventh. So if he's my guy and I really wanted him, I should have taken, it there, taken him there in the sixth. What about yourself? I think for me, probably the Joe Burrow pick. I mean, I just saw him and he looked shiny. I wanted them. Um, now, interesting to me about your draft board, those first five picks to me are outstanding. You've got three great starting running backs. You've got two solid receivers. And then you have the Tanyan pick where I feel like you could have waited on him and maybe taken another one of those receivers like DJ Chark, which I think you were eyeing. And then you could have gotten Pitts a couple rounds later, you know? Um I think that's that's the if I had your board, I, I think you kind of won this draft. 
uh, your depth is a little bit lacking, but I think those first five, you, you hit home runs on, and then if you had made that choice to maybe wait on tight end a little bit, especially with Tanya, we don't know if Rogers is going to be the guy there or not, you know? Um, I think you would have had an absolute home run of a, of a draft there. I agree with you, and I can tell you that in my experience, I'm usually the worst at the beginning of the draft, and I usually, my goal as the season goes on is I find those guys at the end of the draft that become my starters. So I agree with you 100% that my beginning of my draft was much better than my end. Um, and, you know, just going towards, and I think the Tanya pick did disrupt my board a little bit. I saw him again. I thought maybe I should get a tight end. I didn't really like any of the wide receivers other than uh, Debo uh, was the guy I was looking at, but I thought for sure he'd fall. And just like you with Hertz and with Waller, he didn't. So, um, But overall, I feel like this draft was probably uh, a much more realistic draft than our previous one. Not only because, of course, we've got the rookies in and people that were retired that are now out, but I felt like it was a lot more heated in that I felt like the guys were gone faster. Yeah, um, and this is our first chance of getting a look at players' ADPs uh, because Sleeper does have the updates in here as far as you know what they feel their player ADPs are post-draft. And we could see that some of these guys that we had talked about you know, about a month ago in our pre-draft rankings, uh, they've kind of moved up a notch or two. Um, so it's going to be interesting, interesting to see as camp reports come out and, you know, either some other acquisitions or any other free agent movements that happen, how that'll affect the boards going forward. Uh, and definitely looking forward to doing some more of these and see how they, how they work out and player movements. So, uh, Will, I guess, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up there for today. Of course. And, yes, uh, of course. Well, you know, like always, make sure to like and subscribe. Uh, ch check us out at the um, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and Google Play. And like always, have a great two. week. Cover two. Cover two.